Hey, it's Zach Neal. You're listening to My Daily Gold Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Enjoy. everybody. It's Zach Neal. How are you? So good to be talking to you again. It has been a while. It's been quite a while. I think over a year since I have done a podcast Um, and maybe longer than that since I've done anything on Daily Gold. But the good news is, is I'm bringing the podcast back. This is going to be episode one of the new edition, the new season, the new next level, next generation version of Daily Gold. And I'm trying to do something that I was even not able to keep up with previous to the global pandemic, which was put out a podcast every single day. I'm going to try, guys. I'm going to make the best commitment I can. I'm going to need some time for uh, holidays, birthdays, (laughs) and travel days because I'm traveling a lot again. But I'm going to do my absolute best. So anyway, welcome back. It has been a while. Some crazy shit happened. As you guys may or may not know, we had a global fucking pandemic. And like 6 million people have died. And we had a racial awakening in this country and a social economic uh, collapse in our country. The United States, that is, because I know some of you are listening from other countries. Anyway, so a lot of crazy shit happened and it's changed my perspective personally and professionally on so many topics. And so a lot of what the first couple episodes of this podcast are probably going to be, because I wing it, I don't have a script, I don't really even know what I'm going to talk about until I kind of start running my fucking mouth and then I I start to feel, you know, where I want to go, what I want to talk about. So a lot of what these first couple episodes are probably going to be is me kind of reevaluating positions that I had previously taken um, on a lot of business topics and on a lot of life balance topics. And so actually... That's what I want to talk about in episode one, the work-life balance. So I could go on and on about the last two years, but we're not here to talk about my life or my businesses so much as we are now here to talk about your life and your business and my perspective on life and business in general and how it might be able to help you and take you uh, someplace better than you are. So essentially what this podcast is, what it's always been and what it will become even more of is you guys getting the benefit of learning from my mistakes. So let me go out and fuck everything up and lose all the money and fuck up the businesses and ruin the personal relationships. And then you guys get to kind of just hang out in the balance and hear all about it and benefit from that and learn from my mistakes. And I'm being dead, deadly serious because I win a lot, but I lose a lot too. And so those losses were the best education, were the best um, kind of tales from the crypt. That's where the best stuff comes from. So life work balance, everybody talks about this and I've talked about it. I know I've talked about it in this podcast in previous episodes, maybe specifically 2017, 2018, when I was having what I'm going to call my positive period. 
<laughs> where I was super on top of the world and thinking like, why doesn't everybody just win every day like I do? And not realizing that there's different perspectives based on your circumstances, which I should have been more self-aware given my history and my background and where I come from. I should have certainly been more mm, self-aware of the different backgrounds and different situations and how that affects people and how they feel. But I wasn't. So we're just going to call that like my, that was like my posi phase. And not that I'm not super positive now because I still am very much an optimist, but I would say I've gotten some perspective over the last four or five years. I would say that my perspective has changed on some things. So we're talking about work-life balance. And I used to be one of those people that preached about work-life balance, right? You got to have a certain amount of time for work and a certain amount of time for play and a certain amount of time for this and a certain amount of time for that and live on a schedule and live on a budget and live, 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 live this way, this way, this way. And if you do all these things right, every bit of your life is going to fit into this little pocket. But the reality is, if there's one thing overall that the pandemic taught me, outside of a million other lessons that it probably taught all of us, but if there's one thing for sure that the pandemic taught me, it was that when you have nothing to do, when all the things that you normally do or your businesses or all the stuff that you're crazy about, when all of that shit goes away and it's gone, you find shit to do, (laughs) new shit to do real fucking fast. At least for me, that's how it was. I'm a very motivated person and I don't like to have idle hands. I don't like to sit still. I need to be engaged in something pretty much all the time. That's just how I'm built, how I'm wired. So for me, needing to be engaged and active um, in something all the time means that when my businesses are gone and my staff is laid off and I'm literally stuck in my house and I don't, you know, I don't have anything to do, I'm going to create things to do. And so this was a pure test of work-life balance, right? Work is gone. So now all I have is life. And so what am I going to do? So what is life without work? Okay, let's start there. What is life without work? So if you didn't have to work, if you didn't have to go to a job to pay your bills, if you didn't have to have a career, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I don't fucking money's not an object anymore. Let's just put it that way. You hit Powerball. I don't, I don't know. Your, your dad was a fucking oil billionaire, whatever it is. Money's not an object for you anymore. So there is no more work. There's just life. What do you do? What is your life about without work? Is it just an endless cycle of Netflix and video games, watching TV? I don't think that that's accurate for most people. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there are some couch potatoes out there that would just absorb into the couch and gain like 1,700 pounds and just watch Netflix for the next two decades. But I don't think that that's the case for most people. So in my situation, what happened to me was... The first week, I mean, the fear was crazy, right? Because we thought like this was like the plague. The whole world was going to end. We literally were wearing masks like in our own yard because they were saying COVID was in the air coming from birds and shit. Crazy. But anyway, enough about COVID. Fuck COVID. We're going to go back to the point, which was, um, I'm still a scatterbrain, see? We're going to go back to the point, which was after I sat in my house for a week and I did all of the quote unquote life like the balance, right? Work life without the work. I just did a bunch of life. And so life was like catching up on all the shows and movies that I had missed or not been able to have time to watch for years. So there was like, I was doing like 10 and a half hour, like overnight Netflix fucking missions. Like everything that was on Netflix or Amazon prime, I was watching all of it. 
I was checking in with all of my friends across the world, uh, friends in Europe, friends in Asia, friends everywhere, people I haven't talked to in a decade, people from the music industry days. I was checking in with everybody. I was doing every quote unquote life thing. And it really only took me about, I don't know, seven to 10 days to run out of life. And then I started getting bored and I started looking for projects. And so we all talk about the pandemic time. We all went through the phases, right? There was the bread making phase. I definitely became a bread maker. Um, There was the baking phase. There was the gardening and farming phase. Well, we were going to run out of food. So I needed to plant a garden and, and fucking grow produce, right? There was that phase. There was the the hiking phase, the fitness phase, there's all these different things. But the point is, is I started getting into all kinds of shit. So it didn't take long. By April, I drove, I rented a car and I drove two states away to buy a a used RV for the purpose of, um, it was in bad shape and I was going to completely remodel a bus and make it pristine so that because we're living in plague times, I could take the bus across the country. And I would be able to, since I couldn't fly because of the plague, I would just be able to like load the people that I care about or my closest workmates into this bus and haul ass across the United States. And that's how I would get around. And I wouldn't need hotels and I wouldn't have to interact with people because it had a kitchen and it had a bathroom and it had a shower and it had beds to sleep in. And so it was like a house on wheels. That was my solution to getting bi-coastal again. So I got a project, work. See, I had life for seven to 10 days and it just was not good enough. So I had to create work. I had to create becoming a bread maker, mastered it in three days, scoured every recipe on the internet, every different style from sourdough, fucking Italian bread, every kind of bread you could think of, became a master, literally a master bread maker in like three days, was bored with that. Got into fitness, started lifting weights and running. That was great. Stuck with that throughout the whole pandemic. That was like a great thing for me. Like the whole first year was doing that, but that's not enough. I got to the point where I was working out for two and a half hours a day, sometimes three hours a day. Rather than the normal 30 to 40 minutes, I'm doing hours because I'm just, I'm trying to engage that part of my brain, the work part. That's not enough. So I'm ordering like fucking fitness clothes online and I'm trying, I'll get really into this. Still not enough. So I'm doing all these other things. I'm creating side businesses and I'm starting trying to do side hustles. Like now what's going to be pandemic proof? I started a t-shirt company. I started a hand sanitizer business. We were making and selling hand sanitizer. We were creating masks that had little straw slits so you could sip your drink through your mask without having to take your mask off for when or if we ever went back out in public again. Like I had to get back into work. And then the RV, which was like three or four weeks into the lock, the you know, first lockdown of the pandemic, I decided this was going to be a thing I was going to do. And so I put everything I had into this RV and I literally spent eight to 10 hours a day, every single day for five and a half weeks, just working on this RV. And I remodeled every single inch of it the flooring, the walls, I ripped the walls out and put new plywood up and put new plaster and different wallpaper treatments and new LED lighting throughout the whole thing. And I ripped out all the furniture and bought updated furniture and built some furniture and put it in and replumbed the bathrooms and redid all the electrical work and had the entire bus wrapped in a 3M, you know, fucking vinyl wrap and made it look amazing. I made this bus look like a million bucks, five and a half weeks of every day round the clock. And during the time that I was, I promise you, I'm getting to a point. During the time that I'm remodeling this bus and I'm spending all of my effort on this bus, the balance that I'm experiencing is just work, no life. The life part was like, when I would break, I would go inside and I would have a sandwich and hang out with my kids. And I wanted to be around my kids and I wanted them to be around me. 
So I would invite them out to the bus to see the progress and for them to put their two cents. And they loved playing on it and being around. So they're they're in the background. They're there with me. They're handing me tools. They're helping out. They're riding their bikes around outside the bus or they're running and playing. And they're in the driveway. They're outside. They're engaged with me. But they're doing their thing. I'm doing But I'm still working. And so the balance for me that I realize is what I, the lesson that I learned from the pandemic is for me, my natural state is to work. My natural state is not to quote unquote life. Lifing, vacation, laying on a beach, watching movies, Netflix and chill, all of that shit that's supposed to encompass life, going out to bars and clubs, all all of that kind of stuff. I enjoy a lot of those things, but those things do not sustain me. They do not fulfill me. They do not bring me peace or joy or much happiness. If anything, those things create boredom and frustration. They make me feel like I'm wasting my life and time. They create stress and anxiety for me. I know when I've spent too much time laying around or too much time screwing around because then I start to feel anxious or stressed because I feel like I'm wasting time and time is finite. Time is the one, the single one commodity that we can never get more of. You can never get more time no matter what you do. So when I feel like I'm wasting that time, It drives me crazy. So what I learned during the pandemic was that my default was work, not life. And so the balance for me was the struggle to try to sprinkle, quote unquote, life onto the work. But everyone talks about work-life balance and you have to have an equal amount of of both. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that I've learned that that is wrong. That is incorrect. You have to follow your natural state of being and you can't go against your natural instincts because when you try to fight your natural instinct, your natural personality boundaries, the things that make you you, where you feel most at at yourself, where you feel you're most rested and secure, when you try to go against that, that actually brings you out of balance. So the statement that I would like to make, and I believe it's what I'm going to call this episode is, When you balance work and life, you actually lose twice. When you try to have a work-life balance where you try to do 50% of life and 50% of work, well, guess what? You're just giving a half effort, half measure to both things. You're living half of a life and you're working half of a career. You're not giving it 100%. Do you have any idea what it takes to become a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gate or a Warren Buffett or a fucking Barack Obama or a Shaquille O'Neal, like the immense amount of work that goes into becoming someone like that. It's unfathomable. And it's not about work-life balance. These great people, some of the people I mentioned, and so many more like that, the Richard Bransons of the world, they did not life balance, life work balance. They didn't do that. They worked. They worked their asses off. They missed everything. They didn't socialize. They didn't go out. They didn't have the big parties. They might have later, of course, once the success came, once the accolades came, once they didn't have to do it anymore, once the bills were secure, the chickens were in the hen house, you know what I'm saying? Once everybody was tight and they didn't have to, of course, the parties and the jet skis and all the shit you see in the tabloids about these people... But I guarantee you that on the way up, and I mean, you've seen some of the movies that have been made about some of these folks. It was work, 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 work. That was the balance. It was work with a little bit of life sprinkled in just enough to get laid, 
or have a dinner once in a while or maintain a friendship. But in a lot of cases, like in the case of Steve Jobs, he gave up everything, including his family, because he couldn't build Apple. He felt that he couldn't build Apple and also be a father and a husband and a friend and a lover and all these things. He just, he had to become a machine to build Apple. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not encouraging you to give up your family or your friends or, or like you have to follow your heart in the balance that works for you. That's what I'm trying to say is that nobody can teach you your work-life balance. I don't believe that there is a unified balance or one size fits all for anybody. And I do not believe in the half and half. Well, you should only work six hours a day and you should have six hours a day for recreation, like false. That would never work for me. I tried that shit during the pandemic when I didn't have to work, when I, when I actually couldn't work, when my businesses were closed and I was not able to work, I was forced to life and lifing for me was shit. I didn't enjoy it. I mean, look, some things, of course, I enjoyed the extra time with my family. That was something that I really didn't get to have at that level before that. All of a sudden, my kids aren't in school anymore. They're being homeschooled. All of a sudden, we're all under the same roof together at the same time. And then we stayed under the same roof together at the same time for like a whole year. That was amazing. That was something that had not been that way at all. You know, um, I live part-time in California and I live part-time in Pennsylvania, and I live part-time in New York, and I have houses and apartments in different states and different places, and I travel for my businesses, and my kids have a very active life, and they're in school and all kinds of programs and different things, and their mom is very busy with them. And so it's just, we've never really had that kind of time together. And so for that quote-unquote life part, that was amazing. Now they're at home, they're not going to school, they're in homeschool, we're spending all this unbridled time together. It's amazing. And so that part of the quote-unquote life I liked. But the part that included, you know, um, watching Netflix and playing video games and all of that kind of stuff, none of that uh, fulfilled me. Temporarily, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed a couple weeks of that, sure. But after that, it just became like, I have to get a project. I have to do something or I'm going to go crazy. And so for a long time before that, before the pandemic, there was, I was fighting because the people around me were influencing me and telling me that I work too much. Everyone around me is telling me, you work too much, you work too much, you're like a robot, you're like a machine, you have to stop and smell the roses, Zach, you have to take a break, you're working too hard, you have to stop and enjoy the fruits of your labor, blah, 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 blah. I'm listening to these people because they're making me feel like a fucking crazy person because they're telling me, they're projecting their balance onto me, trying to tell me because they read some book or because Tony Robbins said, listen, what matters is where you feel normalized. And where I feel normalized, my default state is to work. I want to be involved in a project. I want to put myself into the creation and development of things, right? That's where I'm happy. And so if you're happy, if you're like default is like where you're the happiest is like Netflixing and vacationing and all that stuff, great. Then that's what you should do. And if you're one of those people that you want to have half and half, if you want to have, if you want to be halfway great, at your career and halfway great at your family or halfway great at life, do that. That's not to say you can't be a great parent or a great spouse or a great lover or a great friend and also be really good at your career. Of course you can. But we're talking about this this mythos of the balance where you're supposed to have an equal amount of both things. And that's certainly not the case. Some people require more downtime and more socializing than other people because that's their default state. And so for those people... And if you're one of those people, then you need to make it a priority to, to make sure that you get 
that downtime that you get your, you know, Thursday night out at the bar and your fucking, you know, board game nights or whatever the fuck you're into. Get out and sing karaoke once a week. Make sure that you're getting your fulfillment. But then also understand that the more time that you dedicate to those kinds of activities, the less time you will have for building your work life, your career, your dream that, you know, so a lot of people that have skills, but they just can't get their business off the ground or they just can't get their career where, where it wants to be and where they'd like it to be. And a lot of times when I'm advising for these kinds of people or talking to those kinds of people, I just look at their quote unquote work life balance and it's all fucked up. They're spending like 70% of their time on life and they're spending 30% of their time on their business or their career. And so when you put a 30% effort in, you get 30% of greatness. When you put 100% effort in, you get 100% return. That's how it works. That's the true work-life balance. So there's nothing wrong with if your comfortable defaulted state is to split in half, 50% life, 50% work, or 70-30, or whatever, 80-20, whatever your comfortable split is, if that's where you're happy then at the end of the day, it's all about being happy, right? None of this is about money. Success isn't measured in money. Success is measured in fulfillment. That's going to be another podcast for another day. But success is not measured in money. Success is measured in fulfillment. So whichever balance brings you the most fulfillment, that's where you belong. And that might be right for you and wrong for me. But to answer a very much, a very common asked question when it comes to fulfillment and it comes to the work-life balance and all that stuff, If you are unhappy with where you are in your career, or if you are unhappy with where your business is, if you are unhappy with the state of your finances, your business, your career, all of that stuff, then I would urge you to look at your work-life balance. How much time and how much effort are you putting into that career or that thing that you're unhappy with? And if you find that your true default, that your real natural state is that you'd rather spend time lifing than you would working, then you're probably not going to go too much further. You see what I'm saying? Or if you do, it's going to take you a lot longer. I've seen it happen both ways. I've seen people that literally split their time up half play, half work, and some of them become very successful, but it takes a lot longer than it would if they had been putting 100% in for five years versus 50% for 10 years, right? And I've seen it the other way where people are just content. Like they don't want to become the next Steve Jobs. They just want to become financially viable and they want to get stable with their money and bills and they want that stability so they can spend more time with their loved ones or just do more lifing. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, there's no judgment in this net that I'm casting here. This is not a judgment net. This is just a straight up observation of something I learned during COVID. And so to finalize, the lesson is when you try to have a work-life balance that goes outside of your natural, comfortable state, you will generally lose twice rather than win once or lose once, right? Because now you're just doing a half-assed job at two different things. You need to find out where you're comfortable. If you are not a worker like me and you're not just driven to work, 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 then you probably have no business in anything entrepreneurial. You probably belong working for someone like me. Taking a job where you have structure and balance and there's a start time and a stop time and then you can go do all that lifing. And that's a great thing because we need lots of worker bees. Okay, 
if you are a workaholic like me and you like to work, 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 it's not that I'm a workaholic, it's that I, my default state is to work. I will find work. I will create work. I will drive two states away and buy a rundown bus so that I can remodel it for five and a half weeks because my default state is to be a project developer, a worker. So if you're like that, if you're built like me, then you will probably do very good in something entrepreneurial. And this could be a, something that you like use as kind of like a test before you start a business, before you get into something, you have to really identify what is your work-life balance? What is your default comfortable state? How much, how important is lifing to you? And like how much of it do you need versus how much time would you like to spend working? And are you engaged in your work and obsessed with your work and you'd rather be working than doing just about anything else? If that's the case for you, then start that business. If it's not, maybe it's not for you. I hope you enjoyed this little rant about work-life balance, something I wanted to correct from previous podcasts and positions where I used to definitely be a proponent of like, you have to make sure you make time for social activities and fuck that. You don't have to make time for that shit unless you want to make time for it. That's the that's the news act 2.0. Fuck that shit. Make time for it if you want to make time for it. But if you don't and you want to work, just work. And really anybody around you that says you're working too much or you're doing too much, like stop listening to those people. They're either jealous that they can't keep up with you or you're making them feel insecure and uncomfortable because you're just blowing by them or they want something from you. But it, it's not coming from a good place. People that are casting judgment on your life from the sideline and telling you that you're doing too much of something when they themselves can't keep up with you, they're not having your best interest in mind. Those are selfish agendas or jealousy agendas, and you should just fucking not listen to them. Woo! Okay, 24 minutes, 54 seconds, and counting. Thank you guys so much. It's good to be back talking to you all again. I hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, I'm going to be putting one out just about every day. Stay tuned in, share with your friends. And as always, follow me on Instagram. Same thing at the real Zach Neal. That's at symbol, (laughs) the real Z-A-C-H-N-E-I-L. Drop me a line. Let me know what you thought of this week's or this day's podcast. Take care.